You've probably heard the statistic that children who are read to are exposed to over a million more words than children who are not regularly read to, like 20 minutes a day, mama. A member of Ohio State's Crane Center for Early Childhood Research and Policy is quoted as saying, kids who hear more vocabulary words are going to be better prepared to see those words in print when they enter school. They are likely to pick up reading skills more quickly and easily. So listen, mama, I know you're busy because I'm busy too, but we have got to make time for reading to our kids. And I'm going to give you three strategies to stop doing these things to help you make more time for reading. Let's dig in. Hey, mama. Welcome to Keys to Kindergarten Readiness. I'm Shannon Ali, daughter of the king, wife, mom of three littles, and kindergarten readiness expert. I've been where you are. You know your child can excel academically, but you don't know what or how to teach them with your super busy schedule. You're also tired of yelling at your child and wish they would listen to you the first time. I know you deeply desire for your child to have a strong foundation of faith from an early age. I have quick, easy tips on faith, positive parenting, and fun learning. If you're eager for your child to go from being underprepared to being more than ready for kindergarten, grab your favorite pen and your notebook because class is in session. Let's go. Ashley Anna says, kindergarten readiness, here we come. So many useful tips and strategies for getting your preschooler ready. Highly recommended. That's a five-star review. We appreciate you, um, Ashley Anna. And if you have some feedback for us, please uh, write us a review. That helps us get seen and we appreciate hearing those kind words. Sis, I've been where you are. You want your child to be ready for kindergarten and ready for testing into that premier school and you have no time to work on the skills they need. I loved learning growing up and I still do and I wanted to instill those values in my children too, but I just couldn't see myself sitting at the table with each of them for hours. It just wasn't going to happen. My kids have watched way too much TV while I was taking care of things at the house. I want you to know that there is a better way. You don't have to stick your child in front of a screen all day. You can learn to manage your time more effectively and you can ditch the drilling of flashcards that make your child run away anyway. <laughs> I invite you to book a free smart reading call to learn how you can save time by integrating learning into what you're already doing. Yes, mama. I will show you how to plug reading skills right into your daily habits and routines. Not only have I helped my children get into top programs using this system, but I've also helped hundreds of preschoolers over the last decade develop advanced language and literacy skills for a solid foundation. It is incredible. Book a free smart reading call today and see if this might be the answer you've been praying for. There's a link down in the show notes, or you can always go to our website at www.keystokindergartenreadiness.com. That's www.keystokindergartenreadiness.com. There are some pockets of time that I'm going to tell you about how to get a hold of because reading really is so important. I know you hear it all the time and especially about those vocabulary statistics of over a million more words that they're exposed to by reading daily. We also have a study from Taylor and Francis that says that reading fiction can also make us better decision makers and we definitely want 
all those good things for our kids. Let's get into the three things you've got to stop doing so that you can make some more time to read to your kids consistently, okay? Number one, watching TV and having so much screen time. I know, I know. During the school year and our family, we have a strict no screen rule, Monday through Thursday. So I bet you're like, well, what will they do then, right? We make it harder than it has to be, okay? You're gonna tell this to your children. You're gonna tell them your goal, something along the lines of, hey, Johnny and Susie, (laughs) we've been taking too much of our time watching TV and we haven't been able to read to you. There's so many fun, adventurous stories from our childhood that we'd love to share with you. We have so many special memories reading uh, as kids and we want to share that with you and we can't do that if we watch so much TV. And so you can tell them, um, so our goal is instead of watching too much TV, you can make some boundaries. Like I said, you can have a whole day of not or just 30 minutes, whatever. Make those boundaries. Definitely no more than two is what our goal is. <laughs> I definitely cheated the system on that one, but you know, this is our goal, right? So you're going to tell them, all right, I'm going to read to you for 20 minutes. And then, and that also fills their attention bucket so that they can go uh, play. You can tell them, okay, after I've done reading to you for 20 minutes or five minutes, whatever, mama, whatever you can get in, like get it in, okay? One book will make a difference. Um, but if you can do 20 minutes, obviously that would be prime time. You can set a visual timer. You know, I'm all about my time timers. It's good for me. It's good for them. Um, it doesn't have to take forever, but it also fills their attention bucket. And then you can say after our reading, our special reading time together, then you can go do other fun things. You can make a, you can color, you can play you can make a fort cushion couch cushion couch a fort without of couch cushions yes that was like always so much fun I don't know if you're down with that you might not be down with that but that was fun and they weren't on the screen all day so that's what I like to do Number two, you're going to stop taking tablets everywhere. Oh my gosh. So sis, I see them in the car in the grocery store. We down here we call it a buggy <laughs> in the shopping cart. They're like the the kid, the four-year-old is in the shopping cart with the tablet. It's like we can't do anything without that. Um, we can read stories, obviously, but reading really can just be whatever it is in your environment. So uh, you're brave. You take your kids shopping a lot. I do not. <laughs> but if you are, uh, be sure to point out words in their environment. For example, while you're driving, you can point out names of stars. My three-year-old daughter always likes to ask me what sign say. So when you book your smart coaching call today, see what I did? Uh, I'll teach you how to implement learning into your daily habits and routines. For example, when you're eating out, instead of throwing that tablet in their face, we used to interact with our parents, right? Or I don't know, we used to color on the little, the little white piece of paper they used to give you with the little pictures, you know what I'm talking about. You can read the menu items to them, read your receipt to them, explain little things like that, okay? Even throw in a little financial literacy, okay? You do not have to always read a book. It can be whatever's in your environment. Again, if this is gonna be a big deal for your kids, be upfront with them, tell them about it. Hey, Johnny and Susie, we've been allowing you to take tablets in the car and at the restaurants and in the grocery store and to church everywhere. And we're going to try something different because we want you to be ready for kindergarten. We love you and we're trying to do a different thing, okay? And you just be upfront with them and tell them about it, okay? 
Number three, another thing you need to stop doing so you can make more time to read for your to your kids consistently is to stop so many extra extracurricular activities. <laughs> that was a tongue twister for me. Your child doesn't need to be in all these things all at once. Choose wisely and choose one at a time, okay? You're busy, we're all busy, we have a lot of things you're juggling. Your kid doesn't need to be in dance and soccer and basketball and t-ball and all of that, right? And swim, just everything, all at the same time. Evaluate the activity and what it adds to your child or your family, all right? So for example, I was a dancer growing up. I loved dance and I even taught dance for five years at a performing arts academy here. So I naturally wanted my daughter to dance. And don't get me wrong, I still do, right? But she started dancing last year when she was only two. And the center or the dance studio, it was a two times a week class, y'all. It was a struggle to get her there because of our crazy schedule. And I mean, really, does a two-year-old really, really need to start training two times a week at age two? I don't think so, right? Professional black ballerina Misty Copeland didn't start dancing until she was 13, y'all. And she's absolutely amazing. Long story short, we ended up pulling uh, her from dance and we put her in karate. We evaluated this extracurricular activity because it works for our family. It's one time a week, all three of our kids, because they can go at the same time because it's for ages three to six. And we had stair-step stair kids, y'all, so they can all fit in that same class period. And they also, this karate center, they also have it to where you can make up any day. It's like 50% off for each additional kid. Like, so financially it's good for our family, but it saves us so much time so that we can go with reading. We can have more time for reading. I mean, our kids might be professional dancers or professional soccer players or basketball players or all of these things, but they're likely not to be. But you know what they're going to have to do? They're going to have to read throughout their life no matter what they do. So today's key takeaway is you do have time in your schedule to read to your child more. You just have to prioritize it by getting rid of something, some things. So number one, we said to reduce that screen time, all that TV time. Number two, stop taking those tablets everywhere you go, girl. And number three, reduce those extracurricular activities. So your homework is to decide whether you're going to, which one of those you're going to do. Are you going to reduce the TV? Or are you going to take start, you know, not taking the tablets and read, you know, things you're environment? Are you going to eliminate an extra curricular activity? That's where it's been giving me a problem. So let us know. Like I said, that's your homework assignment. Go share it in our Facebook group. Search for us, uh, Keys to Kindergarten Readiness community and find our Facebook group. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for helping us find those pockets of time that we can read to our children so that we can increase their vocabulary and help them make better decisions and just help them explore reading more and have fun with it, Lord. We love you. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. You got this, Mama. I love you so much. I'll see you next time. To God be the glory. Did you learn something during today's show? I really hope so. If your answer is yes, you owe it to yourself to join the Keys to Kindergarten Readiness Facebook community. Guess what? It's absolutely free and you get to connect with other like-minded sisters in Christ who are on the same journey as you. They're raising their children to be smart, independent preschoolers who love Jesus. And lastly, I have a favor for me. 
If you enjoyed the show, please, please, please write us a review. It's really quick. It'll let you take you less than 30 seconds. And it's the way people can find out about the show and keep the free tips coming. Okay, have a blessed day.